Welcome to Sun Zone 2023. Okay, let's try one more time. Welcome to Sun Zone 2023. All right, you guys can just go home. That was awful. I'm just kidding. Come on, you guys are going to set the tone for all these kids the whole week. Okay, so when we do this in the front, we say like, hey, get excited. Like, who's excited? Who's ready? I want to hear you guys be louder than the kids. Okay, but it starts now, so I, you got to test it, all right? So let's see. I want you to hurt my ears, okay? Now, I'm a little bit hard of hearing, so you're going to have to yell really loud, okay? Are you ready? Are you excited? <laughs> Lucas, that's a good start. Okay, all right. Uh, on three, you guys ready? Oh, just, just yell as loud as you can. You ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Still holding back, aren't you? Still holding back. Bella, get that food out of your mouth. Let's go. All right, here, one more time. One more time. I'll give you a chance to redeem yourselves louder. Trent, I know you just had like oral surgery, so you can't do it. But everyone else, what's your excuse, right? It's just like internally you're holding yourself back. Just let it loose. Are you ready? One, two, three. All right, for the sake of time, we're going to move on. But it was all right. It was all right. But I expect you to bring it every single day. So anyway, my name is Ben. Hello, everybody. How are you? Wow, thanks, Trenton, for speaking up, even though you have half of a mouth. Yes, thank you. All right, so I hope you're doing well. My name is Ben. You guys all know Chelsea, right? Hey, guys. If you don't know, this is Chelsea. So we are going to be with you each and every day next week. Yes, right? It's so exciting. So every single morning we'll be with you, hanging out, encouraging you, having some good times together. And, uh, and we wanted to introduce just via slide so you could see the names of some of the other people who are going to be serving alongside you uh, during Sun Zone Camp. But if you look up there, uh, doing worship each week is going to be Heidi Davies. If you don't know Heidi, um, well, you're going to get to know her all throughout the week. So that's who's doing worship. We've got outdoor activities is Josh Maruka, teaching coordinator Misty Wurst, teen volunteer coordinators right here. Uh, unlimited coordinator, Christy Leeper, nurse is Sandy McKinney, children's assistant, questions on roll, basically anything that you may need, Janine, okay, just go to Janine, like Jenna does a lot, but Janine has everything, okay, if you have a question, go to Janine, if you need something, go to, like Janine has it figured out, all right, so you get, get Janine, and then large group teachers, Jenna, Larissa Nielsen, and myself as well. So that's our team for Sun Zone, kind of in the, like, leadership roles and, and things like that this year. And uh, I don't know, Chelsea, anything else? No, I, I think you covered everything. I'm just really excited to see all you guys, a lot of familiar faces for another fun year of Sun Zone. And I think this is going to be our best year yet. So thank you guys very much. Woohoo! All right, so now Jenna's going to talk about the theme and some of the stuff regarding, like, the teaching and some of that stuff for Sun Zone. All right. Hi, guys. It's good to see you all. Um, for anyone I don't know, my name's Jenna. Um, my role is children's director, so I'll be primarily working with the kids, um, but you guys are just a huge part of what we do at SunZone, and I know um, Ben and Chelsea are going to talk a little bit more about your role, but first of all, I do want to say thank you so much for choosing to be part of SunZone and investing in the lives of kids for the next week, because that's really what you're doing. Um, you are investing in kids who are younger than you. Um, how many of you have been to SunZone before, like as a camper? Yeah, a lot of you. 
So one thing that I want you to think about as you think about like your role in Sunzone is how much you looked up to the teams that worked with you. Um, and that just kind of is a good thing to keep in mind because there's probably going to be moments over the week that, that is coming where you're tired and you're worn out and maybe there's one particular camper that's kind of like getting on your nerves. Um, but just reminding yourself of how much fun Sunzone was for you as a camper and how much you looked up to your team leaders and hopefully that will provide you with some motivation that you might need um, to love them well. Um, but we'll talk more about that later. Um, but one thing I want to cover with you guys is what our camp theme is for the year. And so our theme for camp this year is who is the hero? And so we're going to be talking to the kids about this idea of the Bible having a hero. And so on the very first day of camp on Monday, our lesson is going to focus on Adam and Eve. And I'm going to be presenting the kids with the scenario that because of the fall, because of sin entering the world, there needs to be some type of hero. We need somebody to restore creation back to its creator. We need somebody who can get sin out of our world. And so we're going to ask the question every single day, is this person the hero? And obviously you guys know by looking at this list of people that the answer is going to be no until we get to our final day, which is Jesus. And so really our purpose is to help our help the kids to see that really the Bible has like Yes, multiple stories, but they all point to Jesus. And so even though we sometimes look at people like Moses and Noah and David as being heroes, they might have done something really wonderful, but it is not what we are really looking for, and that's the work that Jesus did. And so we'll be focusing on that every single day. Like Ben mentioned, they're gonna, there's going to be different teachers doing that large group stuff. Um, but the important thing is that you guys need to know what the daily themes are because you're going to be doing small group time with the kids where you're actually working one-on-one -on -one with them and you're helping them work through some of the things that we're teaching in the lesson time. So we'll talk a little bit more about what that small group time is going to look like, um, but just know that it's important every day to know what our daily theme is and to make sure you know who that hero is that we are talking about. Um, so our key verse for the week, Ben, key verse, thanks. Our key verse for the week um, is going to be uh, from 1 Corinthians, and you can see it right up here. Um, we're going to use the NIV version of this verse, just so you know. So if you look it up in other versions, it sounds a little different. But it's God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And so if you think about our theme of this idea of Jesus taking away the sin that entered the world, you can see why we chose this verse. And we're actually going to do an illustration on the very, very first day of camp where we're going to have um, a um, tube of water that has food coloring in it. And then we're going to have a tube that is clear, just plain water. And we're going to show how when sin entered into mankind, it just kind of came through all of us. And so that... that um, vase of water is going to turn, I don't know what color, I'm going to dye it, maybe red. So it'll all turn red, and every single day we're going to ask the question of, did this person, Noah, David, Moses, did they take away sin? And the answer every single day is going to be no. Like, mankind still has sin present, even though this person defeated Goliath or was obedient and built the ark, right? 
And then on the last day, we're going to do something where we have another tube that's actually going to be bleached, but the kids don't know that. And that vase is going to be filled with bleach. And what we're going to see is when I pour that into mankind, that bleach water is going to make that whole vase clear. Okay, so it kind of ties back into this verse, this idea of Jesus taking on our sin. And so just so you guys know, that's, that is the push. And you guys can reinforce that in your small group time with the kids. Um, we will also have motions for this verse that we'll teach the kids. Don't have those yet, but I will by Monday. So we will teach them to you guys along with the kids on Monday. Um, but what I would encourage you to do that as every single morning when we practice this verse with the kids, because we will have that large group time, we'll all be together. Um, you guys need to do the motions too, okay? Because what's going to happen is if you guys are doing the motions, the kids are going to copy them for sure. So when I teach the kids the motions and every single day we practice this verse and do the motions along with it, you guys are going to also stand up with your, with your track and do the motions too, okay? Um, our schedule for the week looks like this. And you guys have a copy of this on your table. So if you want to take a look at it, you have a copy too. Um, but that schedule basically tells you, and that, that sheet that you have in front of you is an example of what you're going to get every single day. So Ben mentioned Janine. Um, Janine will print out a brand new sheet for you every single day that will tell you the theme for the day. It will have a map of all the outdoor activities. Um, it will have that QR code at the bottom that we'll talk about in a minute, and it will have the schedule for the day. So just know you'll get that every single day on a clipboard so that you have it for the day, okay? Um, so basically, every single day, you guys are arriving at 8 a.m. You're going to go down to the cafe. You'll meet there for breakfast, and Ben and Chelsea will meet you there. Um, but they'll have a s snack of some sort every day. Usually it's like pastries or something like that, yeah. Um, and then... After you guys are done going over things, you guys are going to come down to the children's lobby at 8.30, and that's where we're going to have a giant volunteer huddle. So all of the volunteers will be there, teens but also adults. Um, I'll make any announcements that we might have for the day, and then we'll pray together, okay? So that will be at 8.30 every morning, and then after that, it's kind of like everyone gets to their post. So team teachers will go to their classrooms. You guys will go down to the venue area, which is where the campers will be coming in, and you'll get ready for your campers to come in. The registration for kids opens at 8.45, and on Monday morning, they will be here at like 8.30. So just know Monday morning, like as soon as you get to the venue, you're going to have kids coming in, okay? Um, by Friday, they will be here by like 8.55. They're going to be tired. But for the first day, they're there bright and early. And then what we do from 9 o'clock till about 9.30 is we have morning worship. Um, so as kids come into your track every single morning, I'm going to have on the screen different things that you can do with your track. Okay, so what you will see when you walk into the venue on Monday is there's going to be like Velcro lines down the venue. And if you've worked Sunzone before, you remember this. And it will have a track sign. So you might see like track A and there will be a Velcro line across. That's where your track goes every single time you're in the venue, okay? Your goal is to try to get your campers to line up nicely on that line when we do worship, when we have a lesson, because it just keeps everybody organized. Um, right now, we're up to 215 campers. So you can imagine, like, if they're not in lines and organized, it would be chaos trying to find all your kids, okay? 
So what you're going to do is as campers come in in the morning, you have a couple goals. One, you need to take attendance. So you'll have a clipboard with your roster and you wanna check off the names of kids as they come in because at a certain point, we're gonna ask you if you have any campers who are missing, okay? So that's really important that the first thing you do as a camper comes in is you take attendance and make sure you know who's present. All the campers will have a name tag that will have their name and their track on it. They will also be wearing a wristband on the first day. No guarantees it's gonna be there the second day, but it will be there the first day that will have their track name on it and a color. So every track will be a different color. So that way, if a kid comes to your track and you are like, you're not on my roster, look at their name tag, look at their wristband and get them to the right track, okay? Don't just send them away, walk them to the right track. Um, so as they come in, you're taking attendance. The second thing that you can start to do with your track is you can start to play the games with them. So like I said, there'll be a, something on the projector. Sometimes it will be a question, like it might be, what was your favorite thing you've done so far this summer? And so you can start to ask the kids questions as they come in. Or it might be a game, like I might start to come up and play games with the kids um, once we get close to nine o'clock and we have almost everyone. So I might say something like, all right, track leaders, we're gonna play a game. Um, get your kids on the line and I want you to line up everybody in order from birthday, starting with January by the wall and December in the middle. And so what you'll do is as a track, you're trying to line up all your kids. So it's just a way to engage them and have fun. It uses the line so it keeps everybody organized um, but it gives you something to do with them so that they don't get too like wound up as they're waiting. Um, another game sometimes we play is called Memory Circle and they'll circle up in a circle right by their line and you guys will say, we'll do something like say your name and your favorite animal and they'll start to go around and then you can play memory and see who can remember everybody's name and favorite animal, okay? So there'll be games like that. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays with the kids, we'll do knock-knock jokes when they, as they come in. And so as we get close to worship, we'll do knock-knock jokes, which is about the most fun with elementary kids. They have some good ones. So then after that, we'll have morning worship. And during that, we're going to do three songs together. We'll do a minute-to-win-it game. Um, sometimes you guys will be participating in those, so just know that and be prepared. Um, and then we will also do a, we'll go over the key passage that I showed you before, and then we will introduce the story for the day. So for instance, on day one, when we're talking about Adam and Eve, there'll be a short like five minute video for the kids about the story of Adam and Eve. And so first thing in the morning, it will start to get them thinking about the story that they're going to learn for that day. Um, and then at the end, I will give final announcements. Usually at that time, that's when I'm going to ask you guys the question. I might say like, here are the kids who are absent today and I'll give you a whole list of kids. And then I'll say, is there anybody from your track that you should have and you're missing? And it's really important that at that time, you guys are able to look at your track list and quickly tell us if you are missing anyone from your group that we did not announce as absent, okay? Other things that we will announce are things like, um, you know, like general announcements about the afternoon, what we're doing that afternoon and reminders and things like that, okay? The other thing that I want you to be careful to look for when kids come in, maybe sure you double check your roster and look for allergies, okay? On your roster, it will tell you if anyone has an allergy. We have a nurse, she's gonna be responsible for any like medicine or anything like that. But you do need to pay attention to like if a kid has a gluten allergy or something like that because when you give out snack at the end of the day, 
you need to make sure that kid does not take the, an inappropriate snack. And we can't always trust kids to be on top of that. Sometimes they just really want the good cookies. So just pay attention. Okay, and then we move into our classes, okay? So what I would like you to do is look at the track list that is on your table. You should be able to find yourself on that track list. If you look to the far left, all of your names are on there, I hope. If you are not on there, just tell me at the end. But that tells you what track you are on. So what that means is you are going to be traveling with the same group of kids for for the entire morning, right? You're with them from the time they get in, and then you're going to move to three different classes. And you can see on the board that they're about 40 minutes in length. So you will go with your track to class one. So for example, track A, you guys are going to go first to Legos. Your teacher will be Mrs. Martin, who's here with us. And you can see the room number there is listed. So you should know exactly where you are leading your track. You're going to C106. Okay, so just so you know, if you see um, C106, that is downstairs in children's. If it is an E letter, it is upstairs in children's, okay? Anything um, else should be pretty self-explanatory, like there's uh, high school rooms, which is down in the youth wing. Um, but if you have any questions about where a room is, just see me afterwards and I will tell you. So track A will be in Legos for class one. And then you can see that track A is going to move to science challenge in E103, which is right over here. Um, for class number two, they'll be there for 40 minutes. And then they're gonna move to class three, um, which is from 1110 to 1150. Now pay attention to this one and everyone look at track A class three for just a moment. You can see there that that says dance or wrestling. What that means is, is your kid campers chose either to go to dance class or to wrestling class. The reason why we did that is because before when we just had wrestling or dance, like they didn't have the option, so it would just say track A would go to wrestling, that created all boy tracks or all girl tracks, which just made for some interesting combinations of kids. So we tried to mix it up so that we would have boy and girls together because it just kind of helps. Last year that did fail for you, Lucas. You had all girls. You don't this year, I think. I hope. Um, I don't think there's any tracks that are all boys or all girls this week or this year. So just know that. So what is going to happen is half of your class will go to wrestling, half will go to dance. So that means that you guys as group leaders need to split. Okay, everybody should have three teens on a track. So two of you go with a larger group, one of you go with the younger group, something like that, okay? You guys can decide amongst yourselves what that looks like. Um, the way you will tell where campers go is because it will say on their name tags, okay, which way they want to go. If a camper chose wrestling and they decide now they want to go to dance because they're the only girl going to wrestling, it's okay. Like, we're here to make the kids happy. Let them go. Maybe just let me or Miss Janine know that they made that choice, okay? And that, that goes for any of those splits. Okay, any questions about how classes work before we move on to the rest of the schedule? Yes. The names in parentheses. Okay, so if, so for Annika, it says Bradley underneath. Annika is a unlimited buddy and he is your special needs buddy, okay? So I will meet with all the special needs buddies at the very, very end and talk about that with you. Yes.
they do go to, so if they go, if it's dance or wrestling, they need to pick one and go to it for the entire week. Yes. Yeah. We don't want them to switch back every other day. But if they go to wrestling on day one and they really don't like it and they want to go to the other one, just talk to me. We can make that switch. Okay. Giada. Those are the days that she is here. Yes. So what we will do is if we have an extra adult or somebody, we'll throw them on your track that those days when she's absent. Any other questions? Okay. Again, if you're unsure of where a class is located, please let me know. Um, one other thing I want to say about the class time, that is not time for you guys to like sit on the counters and be on your phones, okay? You are the teacher's helpers at that moment. So from the second you walk into class, one of the first questions you should ask your teacher is, hey, what can I do to help right now? And if they don't have anything, then feel free to like sit back and relax, but be ready to step in and help them, okay? If you see that they're flustered or if there's behavior problems with your kids, get involved. Um, if you have a particular kid that you know struggles, then sit beside them. Be proactive with that. So just remember that. Lucas, did you have a question? You will know what kids you have on the first day of camp. Yeah. We don't, rosters change constantly, and so I could give you a roster today, but it's going to change by, by Monday. That's why. Yeah. All right, so then after that, you guys will go to lunch. So after class three, what you need to do is take your track back to the venue, okay? You will get them lined up on the line. Once you have passed out their snack, their, I'm sorry, once you have passed out their lunches and you make sure that every single kid has a lunch and water bottle, you are free to go, okay? So your job after class three, get them back to the venue, pass out their food, make sure everybody's set, and then go ahead and get out of there. Um, we do want you guys to have a break for lunch. So you can see um, we'd like you to have a break at like for about 30 minutes. You'll go to the cafe. Please pack a lunch every day. You can have it refrigerated at the cafe, okay? After lunch is when we'll do large group teaching. If you're late coming back to large group time, that's okay, all right? So please make sure you finish your lunch. Like let's say you didn't get your camper settled and you only have like 15 minutes. Take your time and make sure you finish eating. It is okay if you guys aren't all back for the large group time. Um, large group teaching will be um, from about 1225 to 1245. And then after that large group time, and this is the time where Ben, Larissa, or I will be teaching on the story for the day. So this is when we're going to dive a little bit more deeper into those themes of Adam and Eve and Noah and everyone else. After that, you guys are going to go to your small groups, okay? Your small group will be listed on your schedule. It will tell you what room to go to, but it's going to be either a room upstairs or a room downstairs in children's or it might be like in this large group space, like there will be a group here. And basically what you're gonna do with that time is you're gonna meet with your track kids and you're going to go over the story. So I have a few recommendations for you. Um, one, in your small group room, you will have coloring pages with the story on the back. So one of the first things that you can do when you get into your small group with your kids is pass that out and say like, hey, color while I tell you the story again, okay? Don't just read them the story and expect them to sit there and listen because they're probably not going to because they're, they're probably going to be antsy by that point. 
So have them color the picture, and as they are coloring, you can read the story on the back of the coloring page. If you just want to, like, tell them the story or you want to read it from your own Bible, feel free to do that. You don't have to read the story that's on the back. It's just it's up to you. The main thing that we really want to emphasize every single day is the idea that this person, though he did a good thing, though maybe he was obedient or he defeated a giant, he was not the one who was going to save us, right? That is the biggest thing, and we want to keep that tension of that idea of who is going to be the one who saves us, okay? So kind of try to every day point back to that idea. Um, the other thing that we want to talk about just briefly with small groups, and we'll talk about this more on Sunday, is if a kid asks questions to you, please make sure you spend time talking to them. If kids want to accept Jesus in their small group time, take time to pray with them, okay? And on Sunday, we'll talk a little bit more about what it looks like to pray with a kid to accept Jesus. Um, so if you're not quite sure what that looks like, um, we'll do a little small training on that on Sunday morning when you guys are eating, okay? Um, but please pray, take time to do that. And then finally, with small groups, there will be some questions too. Each, each large group teacher is going to give me small group questions. So after you're done reading the story, you can go through some questions with the kids as well, okay? Questions on small group time? Lucas? So, yeah, that's a good question. I'm just going to restate that so people who are listening audio can hear. Um, so Lucas asked, like, when you guys are doing the small group time, especially with the David lesson, like, would it be appropriate to talk about his failure when he saw Bathsheba and wanted her to be his wife? Yeah, absolutely. I would just word it in a way, be careful how you word it, because we're talking about little kids. I think about saying, like, he wanted her to be his wife, but she already had a husband. That's a great way to word that. And then you could even talk about the fact that he sent his husband, her husband away to be killed, right? That's a, that you could add that as well. Just make sure you kind of keep it at those details. Okay. Um, after small group time, it is time to get ready to go outside. So you guys will have about 15 minutes to get them sunscreen. It will take like 15 minutes to do sunscreen. Um, we have requested that parents provide sunscreen and that they do the spray bottles um, just to make everyone's lives easier. So basically, you're going to line them up and spray them down, okay? Um, please pay attention to the kids, especially those who are a little bit more pale. We don't want to send kids home sunburned. So try to make sure that you, you get them good enough. Really pay attention to their faces and their shoulders, okay, um, and get them um, sunscreened up. And then waters. Their water bottles, we are providing water bottles this year for every single camper. And so after their sunscreen is done, then fill up their waters. Some of the classrooms have sinks that you can use. If they don't have sinks, use the water fountain, okay? Um, and then that way they're ready to go. The, what we don't want to do is have the issue of them constantly using like styrofoam cups out in the field anymore. So we want them to use their water bottles. We're actually not even going to put styrofoam cups out there. Um, after sunscreen and water is done, then we're going to move to outdoor time. That will be two hours. If it's raining, everything will probably be moved inside. Um, but basically for, is there another slide that shows us our outdoor activities? Every single day is a little bit different. Thank you. So on Monday, we will do different stations. And so basically you will get um, on your schedule for the day. It will tell you what stations you're going to go to. So we will be rotating through different stations on Monday outside. 
we'll do games like Amoeba Tag, um, Gaga Ball. Um, we have, oh gosh, what else? Ultimate Frisbee, Scooter Basketball. So there'll be things like that, and you will go from station to station. They are 30 minutes long, so you will visit four stations. So what you need to pay attention to is making sure that you listen for when we t say it's time to switch, okay? And then move your class to the next station. And always make sure you know the different stations that you're heading to. Um, there is a map on your small group guide, and that will tell you where the stations are for the day. So if you're not sure, like, where Gaga Ball is, just look at the map or ask one of the leaders. Um, Tuesday, we're going to do water day. That means that we have a foam truck coming, and we'll play, like, water, sli um, water slide pick pickball. Um, we'll play steal the bacon. We'll play have a water balloon launch. So just know you're going to get wet on water day. Um, you might want to wear or bring with you like something for the foam truck that can get wet. If you like, don't wear your favorite shoes for the foam truck. Um, we asked them not to do dye this year because um, I know last year that dyed a lot of shoelaces and white shoes, um, but it still will get like your shoes will get soaked. So you might want to bring a change of shoes. Yes. You will do all the stations in the course of the, not every day, but throughout the week you will do all of them. Yeah. Yes. I believe that they're doing that on Crab Soccer Day. I think so. Maybe not then. We'll see. Wednesday, we're back to stations. So any stations you did not do on Monday, you'll do on Wednesday. Thursday's inflatable, so we'll have a bunch of bouncy houses and slides. Um, please feel free to play on them. Just remember that the priority is for the campers to play, not for us. So you can do the inflatables, but don't, like, take over the inflatables. Um, and then Friday is our award ceremony. Just please remember on Friday, you need to stay until the award ceremony is done at 5 o'clock, okay? So we will roll right from camp on Friday into an award ceremony at 4 o'clock p.m. Um, after we do outdoor rotations at 3.30, we will start to haul tracks in. You will come into the children's wing. You will go past a giant table that has snacks on it. You'll get a snack. The kids will get a snack. You guys are free to get a snack as well. And you'll be going outside of the building again. There's a carport out here. The kids sit in their tracks under the carport, and that's when pickup happens. We do a car line pickup. So basically the cars come through. We will call camper names and tracks, and you guys send the campers to us to get into the car, okay? Um, I'm going to talk about that real quickly in a minute, but one thing I want to touch on is just the worship night. Um, for the worship night, that's where we're going to, like, basically be showing parents what the campers did all week, okay? So the parents come in. Campers stay with you. So you can't sit with parents. You can't sit with friends. You need to stay with your track for the award ceremony night. You guys will be up front. Um, some of the campers are going to perform stuff, like the ballet class will perform. But we will all do things, like we will all sing the worship songs together and things like that. Um, as soon as your whole track is dismissed on Friday, you are free to leave. We are doing a Chick-fil-A dinner that night, and you guys eat for free. So if you want to stay and eat dinner, I encourage you to do that, okay? Um, and we'll talk more about that later on in the week. Um, any questions about the award ceremony and what that looks like? Okay. Um, I just want to cover then one last thing. Oh, pick up what the car line looks like. 
you guys are going to all have a walkie-talkie for every track, okay? So on Monday, one of the track leaders in every single group will get a walkie-talkie. We'll go over what that looks like at the huddle, um, but you're going to have it on a certain station. Um, I will have one, Ben will have one, Chelsea will have one, someone on the safety team, the nurse, um, Janine will have one. So basically, if you need to communicate with anyone, you can do that. Please like only use the walkie-talkie if you need to, okay? Because what happens is if everyone's like trying to use it at the same time or it's constant chatter, we start to tune it out. So just like be careful with using the walkie-talkie. Um, but we'll use those walkie-talkies to communicate with you guys. You can use the walkie-talkies to communicate if you have a kid who needs a nurse, is sick, um, if you are missing a child, if you're just not sure where we're going next. Um, we will also use those walkie-talkies for things like we will say, like, okay, it is time to move on to class number two. So you do need to make sure that they are turned up enough that you can hear them, okay? Any other questions on the walkie-talkies? So for car pickup, we're going to ask you to turn your walkie-talkies up as loud as they can go. You guys will be down, basically down the whole children's building lined up. What we will do is we will call out names of kids, and we will ask you to send them all the way up to the front. We're doing the car line a little bit differently this year, where we're going to have like blocks of kids who are ready to go for the next line of cars. And so basically I will say like, row one of cars is this kid, this kid, this kid, this kid, this kid, and there'll probably be like eight to 10 names. I will always call out the track first and then the kid. So I might say like track, uh, so like for instance, my girls, I will say, all right, we have the Hannums. It is track F, track J, track G, Hannum girls. And so when I call your track, you need to send up each of my kids, okay? So that's how it goes. You really have to work hard to keep your campers quiet or we will not be able to hear, okay? So that is the biggest thing. The car, ride run, car line runs the most smoothly when the campers are quiet and you guys can hear the names being called. It starts to get clunky when we have to call out names multiple times. Okay, any questions about schedule before I turn it over? All right, awesome. Thanks guys. All right, I just wanna cover a couple things with you about afternoons. Hey Jenna, can you just remind me, for the campers, are we giving them backpacks again? We are. Okay. Okay, okay. So every camper is going to have a drawstring backpack. And if you did send them before, you remember the big bins that we had. So just expect that you are going to have to carry that around all afternoon filled with their backpacks, okay? I know sometimes that's a little bit difficult when it's really hot. But um, so I just want to cover with you guys, you're going to pack your own lunch. You're gonna bring it to the cafe. I'll have a cart there. Just set it on the cart. I'll make sure it gets to the refrigerator and then I'll pull them out for us and have them there in the cafe, okay? Then you'll have your time to eat in the cafe. Once you come back up for small group and everything, we'll have the bins ready for you with your letter sign that we've used in the past, okay? The best thing you can do is just keep your campers kind of sitting together, all kind of nice and quiet, so you can hear when it's time for dismissal to go outside, okay? Make sure whenever you're kind of bringing them out that they're in a single file line, they're gonna get outside and be so excited when they see all the fun and cool stuff. So just try your best to kind of keep them lined up along a wall or 
wherever the game is until the person running the game is ready to bring them in, okay, and start the game. That can be the most challenging thing, okay? You're here this week to mentor these kids, so we want you to have fun at the games, but also make sure your focus is on the campers, okay? Um, let me make sure I find everything else. Yeah, I think I'm good. I'll turn it over to, to Ben. Oh, one more thing. I will have breakfast for you every morning. So either myself or Jenna will be providing a breakfast, okay? Something small, okay? I'll bring my own mic. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, everybody. Hi, thanks, thanks. I appreciate it. I like feedback. How you doing? Good. All right, everybody stand up for a second. Stand up. Stretch as big and tall as you can. Okay, now go down, touch your toes. Okay, now reach your arms as wide as you possibly can. There you go. All right, sit back down. All right, good job. All right, now that I have your attention, Lucas, um, just a, a couple of things to draw your attention to. The first one is teen encouragement. And uh, so the reality is, is like kids love Sun Zone. And it's fun, but probably at least 75% of the reason they have fun is because of you, right? And really, like, 99.9% .9 of the reason that we can even do Sun Zone is because of you, right? So you guys are a big deal. And so we want to make sure that, that you know that, make sure that you feel encouraged, make sure that you're excited to be here. Um, and so one of the things that we want to do in order to encourage you is that every single day you are up for being nominated for some different things. And so there will be uh, the different teachers and, and things like that that will be nominating you for different categories, whether you're loving, patient, kind, joyful, or gentle. Um, so don't feel like you're under scrutiny, um, that people are watching your every move, but they are, right? And they're called little kids, and they're paying attention to every single thing that you do, but there's also adults that are paying attention and seeing you interact with them. And have the opportunity to be nominated for different categories and you get gift cards and things like that and you'll be announced like at the award ceremony on Friday and some of that. So just like another encouragement to, hey, exemplify the fruit of the Spirit in the way that you interact with these kids. Because, you know, how many of you have done Sun Zone before? Okay, now raise your hand if you've never like been a track leader or something like that at Sun Zone. Okay, cool. So there's a, a lot of you know what you're doing. So you probably had a track where you're just like, there's that one kid. Or maybe, I mean, Lucas last year, right? It was probably like the whole track. You're just like, I don't love showing up every day, but I'm here. And, uh, and sometimes it can, it can feel a little bit challenging, but just kind of recognizing, hey, part of the fruit of the Spirit, part of serving is that it's not always like 100% enjoyable. Sometimes it, it requires some work. And, and that's really what we're calling you to do is that you, you need to kind of put in some, some work here as well that some kids are harder to love than other kids are. And, and I mean, you know that. If you have siblings, you understand that because your sibling is obviously harder to love than you are, right? And so you just inherently know that. And, and so you know in your track there's going to be kids that you need a little bit more patience with, kids that you need to be a little bit more gentle with. Um, like I see this in my own kids. Like Aaliyah needs me to, to be more gentle in my, in my tone than, than Sophie maybe does. And, and so just kind of knowing like different kids require different things of you. And so in these fruit of the spirit, you have opportunities to exemplify them each and every day with your track. Um, and so also you'll be, you'll be watched. I don't know. That's kind of a weird thing to say. But like people are, are noticing these things and, and can nominate you for them. And, and you can win gift cards and things like that. Um, but then you also get to encourage your campers and, and things like that in different tracks with Sun Zone Bucks and all that kind of stuff. So camper encouragement is our next part. If 
we, yeah, there we go. And so we got Sun Zone Bucks, and so the, the adult and teen teachers uh, can, can actually give Sun Zone Bucks to your track, and you can do different things with that. I actually don't know, what, what do you do with Sun Zone Bucks, Jonah? There you go. So use. <laughs> yes, it's equivalent to like a, a Shroot Buck or a, a Stanley Nickel or something. Uh, so it's not, you can't actually use it. But for Sun Zone, it works. Sun Zone Bucks. So you want to get your kids involved in that. And, uh, and there you go. You can nominate kids who are loving, patient, kind, joyful, peaceful. Pretty similar to the list of you being nominated for things as well. So teen encouragement, camper encouragement. And then the last point I think that I have for you is, is just in the aspect of mentoring. Yes, Lucas, you have a question. Yes, you are not allowed to bribe. Yes, yes. Sorry, Lucas. Good try, though. I appreciate you asking before doing. That's, that's called wisdom. Good job. All right, so mentoring. Mentoring is, is our next part, and, and really this is, this is what you all do, right? I started out saying, like, we started our, our yelling thing at the beginning, and, uh, and the reason we did that is because you are a mentor to these kids, right? You set the tone for everything. Like Jenna just said, you know, if you get excited about Sun Zone Bucks, they're going to get excited about Sun Zone Bucks. In the mornings, honestly, if I come into the venue and I see you not doing the motions to the song because you're too cool for it, I will come over to you and be like, hey, you should probably do the motions. On Monday, I'll do it nice and gentle. But if on Friday you're still not doing it, my gentleness starts to recede each and every day. I'm just kidding. But the reality is, like, if you get excited about something, if you're willing to be a little bit silly, like, I don't know if you're shy. I don't know if you, like, really pay attention to what other people think about you and different things like that. But, like, for Sun Zone, it does not matter, right? You just, like, throw off all those things that hinder you and, and just, like, be carefree and be silly. Like, the kids love it, right? That's what we're here for. And so you set the tone for it, and so that's super important for you to know and to understand is, like, the energy you bring, kids reciprocate. Like, they will give it right back to you and then some. And so if you're just, like, quiet and, like, oh, this is lame, like, your whole track is going to be doing that. Or if they want to participate, they're going to look at you and they're going to be like, well, he's not doing it. I don't think I, like, is that something guys don't do? Like, can I not, like, sing and dance and be silly? Like, no, you totally can. Like, look at Lucas. He's going to do it, right? And so... You set the tone for your group in, in the aspect of mentoring, and so you have, have this incredible opportunity for kids to have an amazing week, and you get to make it better for them by what you do as a mentor in their life, influencing them. So that's just in general as a track leader. 
but also know that, that the way that you interact with your kids as a track leader will also set the tone for their week. And so if you start to get frustrated with them or you start to get a little bit short or angry or, you know, it's in the heat of the sun in the afternoon, you've been with them all day and it's Thursday afternoon, and you're like, I just want to go home and take a nap and maybe like sit in a cold shower for a while. And, you know, and it's, you start to get like a little bit on edge, like they're going to pick up on that and they're going to feel that. And so those are those moments where like, hey, maybe you need to take a step away for just a brief moment and like, you know, get some water or, or whatever, but you need to understand, like, everything you do, your kids see, and they, they pick up on, it and they, they feel it, and they, they hear it, and, and kids are perceptive, right? I mean, you guys know this. You look at adults, and you can read adults pretty well, and whether they're genuine or, or care about you or not, right? And so just knowing as a track leader, like, you're not just here to have fun. You're here to make a spiritual and, like, deep, lasting impact in the lives of these kids, and so as much fun as Sunzone is, we would stop doing it if there were not a spiritual impact in the lives of kids. We don't do things just for the sake of them being fun. And so that's kind of as we get into the next part of, of like during small groups, this is really like peak, like what we want you to focus in on is during these small group conversations. Now, I know having a, like, so my daughter is in kindergarten. My oldest is in kindergarten this year. And so this will be her first time participating in Sun Zone as a camper. So I can only imagine, like, how a small group will go with a kindergartner in there and asking them questions. And I can only, like, I know her attention span. I know her, like, intellectual capacity and things like that. And so that, that small group may not go super deep, but there's also, like, a spiritual perception that kids have as well. And, and, and we're called to have, like, childlike faith and some of that. And so not selling them short, but also understanding where they are. And so the question that you ask, you can't ask as a sixth grader or an eighth grader or a twelfth grader or a graduate or a college student. You can't ask it in your way of thinking. You have to think like a kid in order to ask an effective question, right? And so during small groups, we, we really want you to dig into that. And have opportunities to have those spiritual conversations, to think through, hey, how can I communicate things in a way that, that makes sense to how the story went and, and what it means about Jesus and how it points to him and things like that. And, and maybe questions that you have or whatever, but you want to mentor them during that small group and, and really be looking for these opportunities to, to pray for kids and, and help them pray for salvation. Like that's ultimately where we want this to come to is that they— they feel this tension each and every day building up to Friday where, like, the hero is Jesus. Like, this is who we have been waiting for. This is why we do what we do, and, and it's there. And so you may have, like, some of the deepest and best conversations on Friday because now all of a sudden, like, who is the hero? I, I get it now. Like, it's Jesus. And so there may be these aha moments that come, and you can be kind of paving the way for that in your conversations throughout the course of the week. So we'll talk more about that on Sunday, about how to lead a kid to Christ and pray with them and, and different things like that. Um, but as you mentor them, just know that that is a, a very important thing that you will do. And so, uh, again, we, we like to have fun, but I would encourage you to each and every day to come ready, right? In order to come ready, what that means is you need to go to sleep the night before, right? Everything starts the day before. Sometimes it's like the day before the day before. So Saturday night, get a good night of sleep. Sunday night, get a good night of sleep, and then we're into it. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, get a good night of sleep. Friday, you don't even need to choose it. You're going to get a good night of sleep. But all the way up until Thursday night into Friday morning, like, prepare yourself for what you're going to do here. When you are tired, when I am tired, you're more on edge, 
right? You're, you're less patient. You're less kind. That just tends to be what happens when we're tired. And so we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves in order to be good mentors, in order to be good track leaders. So you want to take care of yourself. You want to be prepared. You want to pray each and every day for your track. Before you get in here, pray for your track. While you're in the midst of just like maybe not an enjoyable moment or you're not sure what to do, you've got some downtime, as, as Jenna said, hey, don't pull out your phone. But in those moments, pray for the lesson that's about to come or pray for a conversation that you had the day before or a conversation you hope to have. Or maybe there's a kid in your group you haven't had a chance to talk with yet about anything spiritual. So you pray for an opportunity for that. Like be in a prayerful attitude and spirit as we go along here as well. And uh, also remember that, that you are setting an example both in, in the things that you say and how you say them and what you do. And so you have an important role to play. Like I said, Sunzone can't happen without you. Uh, but even more important than you being physically present here is that you're, you're all in to where you are, setting an example for these kids to look to as, hey, this is what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus. That's who you represent to each and every one of these kids is when they think about what it means to be a follower of Jesus, they think of you, like your face comes into their mind. They don't know what Jesus looks like. They don't know what any of the 12 disciples look like. They, they don't know what David looks like. They don't know what Noah looks like, but they know what you look like. And when they think of a follower of Jesus, they're going to think about you and, and how you interacted with them and how you cared for them and how you led in that track. Uh, so again, I can't, like, I realize I'm talking that up a lot, but, but it really is super important what we do in, in that mentoring role. Uh, and so I'll be here all week. Um, if you have any questions, um, if you need anything, if, if kids are starting to ask questions in your small group and you're like, wow, that's above my pay grade. I'm not sure how to answer that question. Um, man, I, I'll have a radio, like just radio. Hey, uh, Ben, I'm in E103. Can you come here? And I'll be like, yeah, I'll be right there. And I'll come over and like we can have that conversation. Like I'll be available for any of those things as well. Um, or you can call Jenna in or, or whoever uh, for, for those things as well to, to kind of help with some of that stuff. So. I believe that is all I have. Jenna. All right. Okay. So just a few final details um, to remind you of. Um, we have a mandatory setup. So if at all possible, we need you to be here on Sunday. Um, what we're going to be doing on Sunday is basically getting the entire building ready for Sun Zone. So um, Sunday from 12 to 2, we will have food for you. Um, come and what we'll do is basically be giving you jobs to do. If you cannot make it, I see some scared faces. It's, it's okay. Um, but if you are able to, we really need you to be here. Um, we will also be talking on that day a little bit about what it looks like to lead kids to Jesus. So how to pray prayers with them and things like that. Um, so that's Sunday from 12 to 2. Um, if you are going to Darlington Lake and the service ends, you are welcome to come right after the service. You don't have to wait right until 12, okay, if that's easier. Um, come at each, each day at 8 a.m. Please pack a lunch. It can be refrigerated. Please, no peanuts, no peanut butter, nothing with any type of nuts in it. Um, we are nut-free over in children's ministry, um, and we're going to do that in the cafe as well because we have some peanut allergies. Um, you're going to get t-shirts on the first day, either the first day of camp or when you come for setup on Sunday. Um, you guys all requested a particular size. We have to give you the size that you asked for because we only have enough for our for the people who are here. So just know that, you know, you kind of get the size that you requested. Um, we have some unlimited campers, some campers with special needs. Um, what that means is they're going to have a one-on-one -on -one buddy. You'll know if you have an unlimited camper because on your track list, you'll see a name in parentheses at the bottom. 
That means that as an unlimited camper, um, each of those kiddos will have somebody who's working specifically with them. And so really it probably shouldn't affect your track too much other than what I would ask of you is that you would be mindful of those kids with special needs and you would look for ways to include them, not only in what you're doing, but also in relationships with the other campers. And so I would really, really encourage you, like if you have a kid who's having a heart, like if he's kind of all by himself all the time, encourage the other campers. Thank you. Encourage the other campers to jump in and be involved with him. So you can help with that relationship building. Sometimes kids just don't know how to interact with somebody with special needs, and you just have to kind of demonstrate and show them, like, hey, did you know that Easton really loves music? Do you think you could stand with him during worship today? Or, hey, did you know that, like, Mark loves to play ball? Would you play football with him right now? So you can help pull them in, and kids are often so willing to jump in and to do that, they just need you to help bridge that gap. Um, if you have questions, you can ask me, or you could also ask Christy Leeper. She's going to be kind of overseeing the unlimited kids. Um, so either one of us would be good resources. Um, also with the unlimited campers, last thing with them, sorry, they might at times leave your track. We have a special needs room that is a sensory room. There are times where they just need a break. Either they're overwhelmed or they just like are not having that particular activity. So hopefully whoever's with them will let you know. Um, but if you're ever unsure where your unlimited buddy is, just radio. Um, but there might be times where they are missing from your track. Um, tracks will have about 16 kids is what we're looking at. Okay, we, are, we added some tracks. So I think we're gonna be at about 16 kids per track. Um, please stay, plan to stay every single day until all of your campers are dismissed. I would say 4.15 at the latest, but if we move the pickup line really fast, it might be earlier. So the more quickly we move through car line, the more quickly you guys get out of here. Um, so as soon as your track is gone, you will turn in your clipboard and you are free to go. Um, and then we have a few reminders at the end. Can you flip to the next one for me? Um, those of you who are listening audio-wise, we have a few teens who couldn't be here. You're going to get an email with this, and you have some questions to answer, so return that to me, please. Um, if you are 18 years old and older and you have not turned in clearances, please see me um, so I can help you with that process. Um, unlimited buddies, I'm going to have you guys stay briefly just to talk through who your buddy is and give you some information on them. Otherwise, you guys are free to go. I would love for you to get some pizza, and I'm going to pray. Hold on. I'm going to pray real quickly. I would love for you guys to get another piece of pizza on your way out if you're still hungry because we have a lot left over. All right, if you'll bow your heads. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for this time. Um, God, I thank you for each of these teens. I thank you for their heart for you. Um, I thank you that they want to show their, lo their love for you uh, by serving in our week of camp. Um, I pray, Lord, that you would each give each of them the energy that they need to be able to serve. I pray, Lord, that you would fill their hearts um, with love that would just overflow onto these campers. Um, I pray also, Lord, for moments of joy. I pray that they would enjoy camp, um, that they would um, just fall in love with the campers who are in their track, and that they would love the time that they get to spend with them. Uh, we also ask, Lord, for your blessing upon our week. We pray for safety. Um, we also ask, Lord, for our campers, that you would be, um, be preparing their hearts 
um, to be ready to hear the message. Um, we pray, Lord, that we would be able to have an impact on these kids and that they would um, go away from camp knowing a little bit more about you. Um, we also pray, Lord, for those campers who don't know you. Um, and we pray, Lord, that we would have the opportunity to be able to speak um, your love and the hope that they can have because of you into their lives. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you, guys.